And one of the things the most shocking to me when I read 1 Corinthians 11 through 14 is that Paul is rebuking uh, and correcting this church over and over and over and over again throughout those chapters, but he never once mentions a single person and says, hey, like we would, the way we would write that letter is we would write it to it directly to the leader. Hey, your gathering is struggling. Here are the five steps for you. You know, like you need to take responsibility. You need to take leadership. Why wasn't Paul advocating for a leader to take charge? Again, it's because that's not what this is. Welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast, where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called A House for Community, where we provide households with personal coaching for how to build a community and turn your home into a hub for community relationships. So if you're interested in learning more about A Thousand Houses or checking out some of our other resources, visit 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode. All right, so you've eaten a meal, you've cleaned up, you're now sitting in a living room, in a circle, looking at each other. What do we do next? What is this portion, this thing? What happens when we gather together? And so I want to give you guys just a really simple blueprint or pattern you can go through. Um, and from here, you can tweak or go in whatever direction. But these are the things that have been really helpful for us. And that is the up, in, and out pattern of really uh, having a gathering, working through those three things. And so the first thing we like to do when we're about to move into a gathering, before we actually get into the up, in, and out, is to set the tone. And this is so important, you guys, because people aren't used to this. And no matter how long you've been doing this, uh, all that muscle memory comes back. So it's really important just to talk a little bit about the gathering. And so I'll just say something like this, and I'll assign this to other people as well uh, to set the tone. But just you say something like, hey, guys, you know, welcome. Um, this is a body. We, are, we have different gifts. Uh, we're here to really be active and to, and to minister to the Lord and to one another. So we're super glad you're here. Um, what we're going to do tonight is, is up in and out. So we're going to spend some time focusing vertically. We're going to be worshiping. We're going to just spend time with the Lord together as a body, as a community, in the throne room, uh, worshiping the Lord, adoring the Lord. That's what we're going to do for uh, the first portion of this, getting our hearts really prepared for, for the Holy Spirit to come into our presence, be with us, and for these gifts to become activated. Um, the second thing we're going to do is in. We're just going to focus on what is going on in this body. So we want to know, like, what... Like, how can, we, how can we bless each other? What does that look like? Um, and, and, then, uh, and then out. We're going to spend some time really focusing on how is the kingdom expanding? What are the things that assignments that are being given to us as a community or to individuals here, relationships that we need to pray into? We want to go uh, before the throne and really intercede for what is going on um, in, in the kingdom of God through every person here and through, through this community. And so, um, cool. So we're going to dive right into to that uh, up and then whatever that looks like. And now, how do you do this? I'm going to kind of talk through each of these, each of these elements up in and out and talk through um, how to make uh, these, these basic things, you know, uh, useful and sustainable. So when you are going into the, this up portion, um, obviously the, 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 maybe the, the thing that comes to mind is let's just sing two or three songs to the Lord. And that's great. Somebody can pull out a guitar. You can spend some time 
just worshiping the Lord. And obviously, if you have somebody that's got those abilities to lead some songs, that is that is awesome. And so you want to activate that gift as much as you can. Uh, but that is not the only way to do this. And you may not have people in your community who have musical gifts. And so if you don't, then you may want to spend this time reading psalms. You can sing a cappella to the Lord. Um, we do probably about half the time. We'll crank up a st- you know our our sound system and and worship through Spotify and through YouTube uh, worship songs that people are really liking. A lot of times when people do that, I love it when they just share a little bit about, hey guys, this is this is this song has really been meaningful to me as I've been worshiping the Lord the last few weeks. I really enjoyed this song. I want to share this with you guys. I'm excited. You know, and there's a lot of times on YouTube they'll you know actually have the uh, the words, and so you can use that. Um, and so. I kind of think of this as like there's there's a musical component, there's ar- any kind of artistic expression that really um, really helps us have that vertical orientation. Sometimes people will share poems, or you know they'll share um, they'll share other kinds of like paintings or things that are really for them have ca- caused this this vertical orientation towards the Lord. So whatever that looks like, is the diverse gifts of the body are there to serve the body to help us lift us up to really focus and adore the Lord and minister to Him and not just to one another. We want to start there. And that, that's a really, um, I think, important place. And it does something. It orients the body properly. We're here to glorify God. It's, this is ultimately not about us. And so, but God loves us and he wants us to minister to each other. But first, let's really thank the Lord. Um, Thanksgiving is also another major component. We really like to spend time just in gratitude. What are things you, you guys are thinking? Let's just thank the Lord right now. Let's just praise the Lord right now. So you want to spend some time doing that. Okay, so once you're, you've had that opportunity just to really focus on the Lord, then you want to really release the gifts of the body to minister to each other. And oftentimes I'll, again, sort of set the tone even just for this portion to say, okay, guys, we're going to spend some time really, you know, um, gathering and we want you guys to be really sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing right now. Um, if you feel led to do something, just go ahead and, and go for it. Like, um, and sometimes I'll give a list of uh, four or five things that, could happen during this this portion. Um, and I'll give you guys a little bit longer list here um, just uh, of the things that oftentimes happen. Um, this is by no means exhaustive. There's so many things the body might do to build itself up. There's different gifts. There's so much variety in the body. But th- these are things that kind of can prime the pump or help kind of people get out of potentially a passive stance. And you really want to help people get activated and really encourage people. Hey, guys, and, and even the way you set up the room is important that people feel like not off in the corners, but like they're really a part of something and that, that we need you to be active right now. And so some of the things that can happen during a gathering, questions, you know, sometimes you're, you're like, hey, how, how are you doing? You shared a couple of weeks ago when we were praying for you in this area. What, what is, uh, what's happened? And, and, you know, and so you might feel suddenly like, you know, compassion for somebody in the gathering. Um, and, and that may bubble up into a question that you might want to ask. And, uh, and so that oftentimes will lead to prayers, spontaneous prayers for the body. So as people are sick or people are sad or people are going, you know, about to experience a, a really important opportunity in their life, we want to pray for them. Um, and so that can happen. And it's great when that happens spontaneously. Readings are great. Like people can read um, sections of things that they're learning. This is part of how they can be blessing the body, reading portions of scripture. Teachings are great. Um, and, you know, that, there's something that, that the Lord has really taught me this week or in my own time with him. Um, and we oftentimes tell people, look, this time is only going to be as rich as your own personal walks with the Lord. And you're bringing into this gathering not sort of an empty cup, but you've been really, you know, 
filling your well this whole week. And so this, this is a place for it to over, over, overflow. And if people aren't really feeling that well and they come in empty to the gathering too many times or too many people, it's going to be a challenging experience. We're not going to actually get you know, refreshed. And so, so that's a big deal. And so part of what needs to happen is as people are having good experiences with the Lord and they're learning things, bringing those things to the gathering and being sensitive to what the Holy Spirit's saying. It's important not to get into a rut where you're like, okay, every single week I'm going to teach you know, what I've learned on a Tuesday, no matter what, um, when I get to a gathering, because it's, you don't know what the Holy Spirit's going to really emphasize as a theme that might need to kind of work its way through. But it's important to have those things, be aware of those things that you would love to share um, if the Holy Spirit were to lead you to share, or if you feel like there's a clear opening that you want to share. Um, so that, a teaching, a revelation, um, this is something it specifically talks about in 1 Corinthians 14, 26, that, you know, when you come together, some, some people have a song, a, a teaching, you know, a prophetic word, a tongue or an interpretation. And so I don't know what those revelations could look like. In our gatherings, we've had people with very vivid, like a vision, like, what does this mean? Here are all the components. Let's talk about this. I had a dream. It really felt like it was from the Lord. Here's something I want to share about that. Um, so we want to talk about that stuff in the gathering. Um, burdens are really important to share. Like, what are you carrying in this place? Like, you brought a burden in here? Like, we want to bear that with you. We want to understand what that is. Like, let's talk about that. Um, let's share that with the gathering. Celebration. So this is part of how we, we rejoice with those who rejoice. We mourn with those who mourn. This happens during this kind of in portion of the gathering. So let's, yeah, great job. Tell us about that. What was, did you have a huge high this week? We want to hear about that. We want to debrief that with you. That's beautiful. You know, let's enjoy that. Um, artistic expressions that are more for the body. Like we talked about that in kind of the up section, but sometimes there is an in portion of that where you're like, hey, I made this, you know, I got this picture and I think it's for, it's, I really think this could encourage the body. This is what it is. This is, um, you know, kind of what I was thinking um, or what I was feeling or sensing when I was making this. Um, probably the most difficult part of a gathering for many people who are new to it is, uh, is silence. Part of what happens in a gathering is you're waiting for the Holy Spirit to initiate things. And that can be really uncomfortable because when we go to a worship service, it's like, come on. I mean, transitions are critical. Things have to happen. Things have to be smooth. There should be almost no point at which somebody's like bored or their mind wanders. And, um, and I think silence is actually a really important part of a gathering. I think people need to embrace times of silence because oftentimes there are people in the gathering who are kind of timid and need uh, some silence to inspire them to share. And if, if we've got sort of extroverted energy running everything, every gathering, then a lot of those people will just never engage. And so silence is, it's also important just for listening. And what, what are you saying, Holy Spirit? Oftentimes when there's a moment of silence or a few minutes of silence, I'll, I'll really take that time and I encourage others to take that time to just listen. And uh, you know maybe have your journal out, like, what do you think the Holy Spirit's saying to us? You know, what, what's going on here? Um, maybe it's time to, to transition into, you know, a totally different topic and we need time to discern what that is. And so Holy Spirit, you know, speak to us. And so oftentimes, you know, I like to pray right before we begin to, to have this experience right after that up portion, we're going to the end. I just ask Holy Spirit, we dedicate this time to you. We want what you want to have happen in this time, not what we want to have happen. And you know, fleshly impulses can really interrupt what the Holy Spirit's doing. And so if I just become automatic, like every time I feel something, I say it, even if I can tell it just kind of coming from, 
you know, more of a fleshly impulsive part of me as opposed to, you know, something I really feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me to do, then I can be knocking, you know, the topic um, sort of off kilter, going in directions maybe the Lord is not asking. And the Lord can kind of gently bring us back to those things. But we just have to, this is part of learning the skill of gathering together um, and allowing the Holy Spirit to be the leader. And this is a big deal because we're not used to being in a, in a in an environment in which there's not a human leader. You know, we are people, the Bible teaches us, that crave human leaders. We want a king. We want somebody to be the head, and it can't be God. It can't be Jesus, you know. And so there's a whole history of that in the Hebrew Scriptures in the Old Testament where God felt rejected as the person who was really um, designed to be their king. Um, and we're going to struggle with the same thing. It, it, one of the things that's most shocking to me when I read 1 Corinthians 11 through 14 is that Paul is rebuking uh, and correcting this church over and over and over and over again throughout those chapters, but he never once mentions a single person and says, hey, like we would, the way we would write that letter is we would write it, to it directly to the leader. Hey, your gathering is struggling. Here are the five steps for you. You know, like you need to take responsibility. You need to take leadership. Why wasn't Paul advocating for a leader to take charge? Again, it's because that's not what this is. Christ is the head. The Holy Spirit is in, in, in real, he's really, um, he's constantly filling uh, the body. And so we are, he's working through us. And so that's the, that's the, the, the real tone. Um, Paul's basic rule about this portion of the gathering is simple. It has to build up the body. So he, he spends a lot of time in 1 Corinthians 14 rebuking people for speaking in tongues without an interpreter because, not because he, did, he wasn't saying what you're saying is, is not from the Holy Spirit even. He was saying your, your, spirit, your spirit is subjected to yourself. You need to be careful how you use those gifts because it, in this context, it has to build up the body. That's what this is. That's the purpose of this time. Um, and so we, we usually move through that time at the, kind of at, towards the end of it when I can sense that, you know, we've, we've had some time and, and it's time to, to sort of draw this to a close. Um, I, the last thing I like to do in a gathering is, is take some, some, some time for family business. And so I always say towards the end, hey, does anybody else have the, anything they want to bring before the body? Is there anything else that we missed? Or, you know, and oftentimes somebody, again, somebody might be kind of quiet or holding back, might say something and then we can, can experience that. And then, okay, is that it? Is there anything else that you guys want to bring? Okay, let's, let's transition into some family business. And so that's the time when we talk about, you know, anything that needs to be talked about about the community. Um, like how do, what, what are, what's going on? How do we build up, you know, kind of the way we do uh, community? And so how are things going with each element of our community's life? Is there anything that we need to talk about there? So that's our family business time, but that's the in portion. And the final portion that we do is, is really out. I really think this is important because I think that sometimes, you know, there is always a danger that a, that that a body of believers that is really good at building itself up will become totally inwardly focused and almost forget that there's another world out there. We're going to talk a lot more about what it means to go on mission as a community. Um, but one of the things that really primes that and that is represented in the course of, of one of these gatherings um, is that we spend time praying into what God is doing in the kingdom that's outside. And so oftentimes I'll say, okay, guys, we're going to take some time. This is our out portion. We are here to pray kingdom expansion prayers 
Um, we want to know how is the kingdom moving? Where is the kingdom moving? We want to intercede and pray into those things together as a body. What are, what are those things? You know, what are those things that, that you are experiencing, or what are we experiencing? And so this is when we pray about particular people. Um, and there, there's lots of ways, of course, to manage this prayer portion. We usually only spend about you know, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, oftentimes we'll break into smaller groups and pray over things. Sometimes we'll do what's called crafted prayer, where we'll, where we'll actually bring up a, a, a particular request and then ask people like to, to really um, try to craft like a, 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 an idea of what, what is the Lord's will in this area that we can all, ooh, that sounds really good. Let's, like, let's pray for that. And then over the course of maybe five or 10 minutes, we'll craft a two or three sentence prayer. And then just each of us will pray that like to the Lord um, with fervor. Um, also, we sometimes if there's not a lot of time, somebody may take prayer requests and just you know pray really fervently over each of those things. Um, and you know whatever I think it's good not to get stuck in a rut in this area. It's good to just keep mixing that up, um, really you know creating that that atmosphere of guys. We need to turn our eyes outward. We need to understand what's going on. Like how is the kingdom expanding in and through this community? Okay, so those are those are some ways for you guys to think about how to get together. Um, and this, this up and out gathering is for so many people unique. If you have never experienced this and you wanna host this, um, it's a great idea to try to go to someone else uh, who is doing this um, and just experience what they're doing uh, and to just network also with others and just say, hey, how does this work for you? So that, that kind of gives you guys a blueprint for how this works. But you also need to just be really comfortable with the process of just letting this evolve within your own community. And it's okay if this is short. I mean, this you get together and you gather and 40 minutes in, you're like, okay, that's, I think we're done. Great. You know, like there's no time specific amount. There's no specific amount of time that's like, this is the perfect amount of time. It really depends on what's going on in the community and how the community is maturing, how the Holy Spirit is moving in that community. And so you want to you wanna just really let that happen. And the real danger for any leader is to, uh, is to lead instead of coach during uh, a gathering. You wanna be constantly aware that, 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 that there's gonna be kind of a desire for the community just to sort of prop you up as sort of like the leader. Please just do it all. And we'll talk about specific tools for how to do some job sharing and to break that up uh, in future videos. But uh, in general here, you wanna be just coaching the body. And so instead of saying, okay, I'm gonna take charge, you wanna almost sort of kind of level up and say, hey guys, so in this gathering, like this is what we wanna see. And just, it's that tone setting, it's that encouragement, it's that safe kind of uh, place that like, where you're kind of building up this, like it's okay for you guys to try, it's okay for you to use your gifts, um, you know, as opposed to just doing it all. You know, if you find yourself doing all of the elements, um, then that's going to really shut down the, that kind of body experience, and that's that's what's challenging. So, um, so how how are you guys taking this? Take some time and really think through, and maybe journal out like any of your thoughts on this, and 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 then please really go for it. Like like have a have a gathering and just see what happens, and then take some time and think about okay, what did you like? What what was what was great about it? What were kind of some you know, some bumps, where was it clunky? Um, and let yourself take the time to build this skill. And over the course of months and years, you will become a very skilled uh, coach in the context of a gathering. And your the different parts of the body are gonna become more and more and more mature. I've seen this over and over again, that there's a lot of resistance, a lot of confusion early on that you have to sort of kind of just uh, skillfully and gently move through to get the body to really get comfortable with what it means to gather like a body. Uh, so 
how are you doing with that kind of role of, of trying to coach the body? What are questions that you have? Uh, make sure to note those, and we'd love to talk to you guys more about those. Well, friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If this teaching stirred something in you and you and your family are sensing any kind of calling or a pool to maybe go down this path in community, we'd love to be a resource to you as you explore this. So if that's you, we want to invite you to join our coaching intensive called A House for Community, where we're going to combine online content and personal coaching for you to provide you with the teaching and the tools and definitely the encouragement that you're going to need to see your home become a house for healthy kingdom relationships. For more information and to apply for this coaching intensive, go to 1kh.org slash community coaching. We'll see you guys for the next episode.